Live from our super-secret studios above Jacques' Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to hour one of Gerard at Large. I am your... It's uh, starting to settle in, host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. Now, I, 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 I either didn't shut things down yesterday when I left the studio, or I turned them on. No, I, I'm talking about the computer. <laughs> or, I, or I, or, oh well. <laughs> Maybe I did. I don't know what I did. <laughs> or when I did it. <laughs> See, today is the Wednesday <clears throat> following a meeting that uh, didn't uh, allow me to get home until 1130. And then, you know, you got to brush your teeth and do a little unwinding. So by the time. Yeah, grind your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's Ed Nail. He's in the house. You can put the microphone in front of your face. There. I don't know where else to go, Rich. <laughs> So, yes, what are you going to do with your Wednesday mornings I now? I go home and the door's locked, you know. <laughs> I just stumble down here. And, you know, people people don't understand. You actually drive in every morning, every Wednesday morning from Deering. Yeah, I'm like Kimo Sabe. <laughs> My sob story. What, what is it? About like, uh, what, at it's least a, a half an hour. It's a half hour anyway. Mm. I stop and get donuts. Can never have enough donuts. <laughs> And you bring me decaf on occasion like yeah. this morning. Thank you very much. That might be the hot, the real thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we'll find out, won't okay. we? <laughs> yeah. Well, a high-speed show here. It says black. Uh, it's black. All right. All right. So it might be it might be uh, might be full test. It's full probably full test. Probably it's, full uh, test. One twenty octane. One twenty octane. Well, you know, this is probably going to weird a lot of people out, but on uh, uh, John Liscars brought me a, a black decaf yesterday, as did my good friend Jim Goddard. It was more coffee than I could drink. There you go. So here it is. No, you're going to blend it? I'm going to, yeah. Oh, that's, that's making quite a mess, isn't yeah. it? Josh, we might need a napkin or something. <laughs> it doesn't pour well out of the top of this Dunkin' Donuts cup. So we'll have, we'll have blended calf. They were designed that? for spilling inside your car. They weren't designed for pouring yeah, one yeah. container to so another. Look at that. Look at that. It's right up to the tippity top. So I'm going to have to get a napkin and clean that. In the meantime, we're going to put this way over there so I don't whack it and knock it over. And uh, Yeah, that'd be like a hazardous waste spill. You'd have to have one of those trucks come in and <laughs> put up those. So, yeah, there we go. So we're going to pour it into the big moose cup. You like the moose cup? Have Pretty handy. Moose cup? Yep. I love a gun. Maybe I should take a picture of the moose cup. Yeah, that'd, that'd be... And the moose cup will go in the microwave, posterity. and the microwave will make it hot. But yeah, I've noticed when you warm up coffee in a microwave... It like cools off really fast. Is there something about microwaving it that? Uh, oh yes, causes molecular it? structure of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Anyway, so Ed's been making the pilgrimage in for uh, more than three, uh, four years. Anyway, yeah, right? four years. Good years. God, you know, when you think about some of the relationships that uh, we've built 
uh, over the over the time the show's been on the air. And more You're importantly, about hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say more importantly, the relationships that um, you know people like Ed. Uh, you know, Jim Gadet yesterday, who's been with us for more than four years, uh, you know, have have built with the audience that I don't think tunes I in a, to listen. I don't think I missed a show. I I don't think you have. I don't think so. If you have, it's 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 you know, it was uh, like not memorable. Right. You've even called in from Ohio on occasion. You yeah, know, <laughs> Ohio, Louisiana, all over the place. California, IA. Yep, wherever I was out there on the left coast. So, uh, yet yeah, I guess this is uh, I guess this is our swan song, Ed. Yep, um, I near, imagine. Near, uh, near, near. Yeah, Secretary of State's office would be glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even the AG's office. We're not going anywhere, though. Well, you know, I I, I have uh, learned that. Um, uh, a complaint has been filed in the Manchester election with the attorney general's office. Oh, fat lot of good that'll do. Yeah, well, uh, new attorney general. Let's give. Let's, let's. Yeah, but it has to get past the lump. You mean Buono Wano Wano Wano? Somebody, there's somebody there that has to. Get yeah, past I think it's Brian Buono Wano. Yeah, well, it yeah. was filed, but you know, we had this thing in uh, Ward Eight in the school board race where mm-hmm. school board member Erica Connors was the beneficiary of a Georgia-based uh, political action committee sending postcards right. uh, into the ward as if these people were neighbors. And so it's kind of funny. We talked about this already. And yep. the postcards, um, uh, you know, the instructions to the postcard writers, you know, how to make them. Art, but don't use your last name. Use only your first. Don't write your return address because they're coming from Democratic activists who oppose yeah, the Trump that. agenda all over the country. Yeah, sure. It's- and uh, Connors was trying to tell people she knew nothing about it. Unfortunately for her, there's a website. And the website um, – uh, oh, thanks, Josh. Uh, <laughs> the coffee might sit there long enough to eat through the formica right on our up. super secret broadcast location table. Now, this is actually very helpful. I want to get this cleared off. So, But unfortunately, you know, when, you, when you read the criterion, you discover that um, candidates have to ask – or someone, I guess, could ask on behalf of the candidate. That's not clear. But it includes a half-hour interview with the candidate, which may be able to be waived uh, given the circumstances. But then the real kick in the pants is there's a, there's a clause on the website that basically says before the postcards are written, the candidate has to give it the okay. Sure. So who is looking at this even though he won. I think he's right to do this. He's looking at this. He's apparently compiled all the evidence he's made uh you know copies of stuff that were on her facebook page and everything else and all this and the the requirements of the group to get its support and sent it off to say look this is you know this is illegal coordination under uh, under state law and you know hopefully the attorney general's office are you listening gordon uh will make start making an example of people who break the law as a deterrent to others to do it and i know that's been your great frustration here you keep telling people we don't need new laws we don't need all these changes we don't need all these big legislative battles enforce we the just ones we have. need to enforce the laws we have so i'll i'll introduce you ed uh, on that note and two other uh, guys up in uh, hanover two professors up in hanover yeah they do these last minute mailers and they call oh, them yeah. uh, their experiments yeah their experiments they're yeah. uh, like testing yeah, they're they're trying to sway elections, and they're using their positions. They're using uh, other addresses in other states to mail these things and try and get away with it. So. Yeah, was it South Dakota or Montana or whatnot where they get they get drilled uh, for doing this? Yeah, they got caught in a couple of uh, in other states. Uh, yeah, it might have been Montana, but I think New Jersey was their headquarters. So they were mailing out of somewhere very close to one of the uh, professor's mm-hmm. known haunts. So it's. You know, we're, we are a corrupt state when it comes to elections. You can come here and you can steal an election without a state voters. Everybody knows that. 
And uh, so why wouldn't they come? Why wouldn't they do that? You know, one of, one of the great ironies of the last round of elections was that um, hmm, Kelly Ayotte, who as attorney general did nothing when this was uh, happening on her watch. That's hilarious, fell, isn't it? <laughs> fell victim to it as a as a candidate for re-election to the United States. She Senate. has, I don't know how many votes there were, but she lost by 1,017 votes and doesn't ask for a recount. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what cracks me up. No, because you. you know what? When you think about it, that's about three votes per precinct. It's it's nothing. It's yeah. it's it's a very doable thing. It's like um, what we say, uh, three three votes from another state, <laughs> and that's easily done, right? Right. Well, you know, we have recounts going in Manchester from the city election. They'll be uh, taking off this uh, uh, Friday. Where do they hold those? Uh, they're going to be at the Carol M. Rines Center uh, on Elm Street, which is the headquarters of the health department. They have this great big uh, community room. Yeah, I've never been to one of those. I've been to yeah. them in other cities and the state ones down at you know yeah. Concord. So in the, in the city clerk's office does a you know does a pretty good job yeah. doing that. But one of the questions that I know I'll be looking at is you know there were nine, um, and you probably know this. They, they take a look at the absentee ballots. Like so, if the moderator said, "Yep, yeah, no, there are nine of these," is yeah. it? And I'm not saying the moderator did anything wrong, but one of the things to look at is why those nine ballots were disqualified, and they'll decide whether or not to to, to count. Them. Take a look at those. Yeah. Right. All right. So yeah, anyway. I call them the. There's also the uh, in some of the elections, I have a folder somewhere at home. It's called the Amazing Story of Appearing Ballots. You know, <laughs> having to stretch Kennedy. Yeah, he lost by eleven or twelve votes, and suddenly uh, that's over with. He calls for recount, and like a hundred votes show up. Oh. Well, here's some a hundred ballots that we forgot to count. Oh, and then stretch was back in. That happens on a regular basis. So it's uh, some of these things are getting a little old. Yeah, but, uh, but you have to go to a recount once in a while to to refresh your memory and see how they there work. You go. Well, it starts nine o'clock on Friday morning, and uh, uh, Ward Three Alderman's race, which was decided by seven seven votes, the Ward Six Alderman's race, which is was divided uh, div- uh, decided by twenty five votes, and then the Ward Two School Board race will will be counted after those two aldermanic races. That one was decided by just twenty votes. Well, and if anybody in any of these races has an electronic database of the voters and wants to get it to me, I'll tell you how many mass voters came up. Oh, I can match them. I have a resource. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think if, we uh, can. If the mayor has an electronic database of the voters that voted in his election, just give it to me, and I'll match it with uh, Massachusetts voters. Hmm. No problem. I think uh, I think I can probably get that. Yeah, it'd be fun to to do that. I mean, we had fifty five hundred people we know of that voted here illegally November eighth, two thousand sixteen. So, an electronic copy. So, what do you need? Do you need the, just an electronic copy of the checklist or the actual electronic copy of the people who voted? Uh, I need a copy of who who voted on okay. that day. I'm not sure. That I can the do city- the checklist too. I can yeah. do any. It's, it's called. I was asked for a flat file or an Excel file. You give me either a flat. They call. He called it a flat file or an Excel file, and I'll run it past the database in Massachusetts, which goes back 15 years, I think. That shows a voter history. Like when we cut, had the voter history on um, uh, Jared Stephen Cram, yeah. the guy that voted in Wilton, and we caught him. We used a statewide database, New Hampshire's statewide database, say he voted here in 2008, and then we caught him in 2012. And we sent that information. They heard it here on the, this program. And, oh, did they? And, yeah, Secretary of State's office immediately started their quote-unquote investigation. Oh, yes. Remember, I did a right-to-know request for yeah. all correspondence between the Secretary of State's office and the town of Wilton. And you got, got it. 16 pages of get him off the list. <laughs> and their their official investigation was that uh, the uh, there was a mistake to have him mistake. on the statewide database in 2008. Well, guess what? Upon our investigation, we found that Jared Stephen Cramp did not vote in his home in Philadelphia in 2008. 
that's because he was here. So the statewide database did say that he voted here. It was correct, but it was changed by the Secretary of State's office. So those kinds of things are, once you have all the records, it's a lot easier to see what really went on. So if anybody has an electronic database of anything, give it to me, and I can do at least Massachusetts. It would be entertaining to pull out those names, and then we could do a search on each name, find out where they're from. Well, I just sent an e. I just sent a Facebook message to someone I suspect does have the list, and if they do, I'll, I'll get it to you. But I don't think I don't know that the city has scanned the checklist into the statewide database. No, not yet. Uh, from the last election, I'm waiting for that because I, I have a I have a guess that what the Democrats did, and I'll give them credit, was they identified non traditional city voters. They went to people who voted in presidentials and maybe states. And hit them hard. And they hit them hard yeah. with state and or, or particularly national issues like global warming and, mm. you know, abortion on demand and all that other stuff. Things that don't normally play out in city elections. Right. And I'd be willing Social to bet. Security. Yeah. And I'd be willing to bet that when we get the uh, when we see the R's, D's and I's, the number of Republicans, Democrats and independents that voted, you will see a, a big surge in Democrat turnout, mm. um, which like overwhelmed. Virginia. Right, which overwhelmed the uh, you know the 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 uh, the more local vote that uh, came out because Ted Gatz has pushed his vote count up by about five percent over two years ago, mm. but Craig went you know Craig Craig picked up uh, you know a net of fifteen hundred votes versus the Gatz's increase, and so that's what put her over the top. When the Democrats are down at the national level, they always pour on the heat at these local, even down to selectman races. Yeah. They uh, they try and well, try and try to increase. and we and we saw that because when I took a look down ballot in the in the city, you know there were a number of longstanding Republican moderators, award clerks, Gone. you know people. Yeah. Just not not only gone, wiped out yep. in in Republican stronghold wards. Yeah, and they're they're not suspecting they're going to have that happen to them now with with the uh, Twitter, Facebook, all this. They they do it electronically. You don't see the the mailers as much as you used yep. to. In the old days, you'd know you were targeted by the mail that came out at the last minute. Ray Buckley mail, you know, right, 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 with your face distorted and, and a bunch of accusations. I, I keep some of that because it's hilarious. <laughs> But uh, that's what Ray's known for, the genius of last-minute mailing. Yeah, the genius. All right. Sabotage. Well, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, Ed Nail's got an agenda for his final appearance. We'll get to it. Stay with us.